Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast. I'm blessed to have Jen Welter along here with me. Uh, Jen, how are you doing today? Doing great. All right, perfect. And um, can you kind of go into a little bit about where you're from, a little bit about your upbringing, and eventually how you get into uh, playing football and coaching it? Yeah, well, you said we only have 15 minutes. That's about a 15-minute story there. So let's just uh, – let's probably try and – and narrow that down. Um, I mean, I'm from Vero Beach, Florida. Football is a way of life down there. Uh, but as a female, uh, that was not an option. Thankfully, Florida was, you know, eventually became the first state to have varsity um, flag football as an option in high school. But um, when I was there, it wasn't it wasn't even possible. Uh, there wasn't even flag except for the uh, annual powder puff game. Went to college, played rugby at Boston College uh, all four years, got recruited for the under-23 national team, um, learned how to tackle with no pads and no helmets. So when I didn't make the national team but eventually made my first football team, which was the Mass Mutiny, um, gave me pads and a helmet, and I was uh, pretty much fearless at only five foot two. So went on to play football for 15 years, become – um, one of the best in the world. And I say that because I have the opportunity to play with some of the, uh, the other 45 best in the world as the first and second uh, uh, U.S. women's national team. We won gold medals in Stockholm, Sweden in 2010 um, and Bonn to Finland in 2013. Um, from the world of women's football, I joined men's pro football in the most painful way possible. I actually played um, played for the Texas Revolution for one season um, and then was asked to join the coaching staff the following season. Um, from the Texas Revolution, I eventually joined the Arizona Cardinals in 2015 and became the first female to coach in the National Football League. Absolutely. And, you know, throughout your journey, obviously you have uh, so many high accolades and achievements. What, what was one uh, that was most proud for you? Like what was your proudest moment throughout your journey? I don't believe in having a proudest moment until you are looking at life as if it's over. Um, I just don't. I think that's how you keep achieving. So, you know, for me, I, I always laughingly say that I never wanted to be Al Bundy talking about my four uh, touchdowns at Polk High School. Right. But I think that life is actually a better, um, better measure by the, the person that we become through yeah. what we do. Right. It's not just what you do. It's what you do with what you've done. And um, for me, I, I like to be a student. And um, that means, you know, not only learning the game of football, but um, the game of life. And right. so um, I, I like to say I'm a good combination. You know, in, in 2013, for example, um, there were a lot of things that happened. Um, I got my dissertation published, um, got to... Um, become Dr. Jen Welter, and then also played on the U.S. national team for the second time. Um, 2013 could have been, you know, a banner year for anybody and, and kind of where you stop. And yet, to me, that was just um, starting to look at, at at the next chapter. Absolutely. And congratulations on uh, all your features and, uh, you know, uh, prestigious accolades. And what would you say, obviously you have uh, such an a, abundant amount of wisdom. What, what was like the greatest piece of advice or 
something from a mentor or another coach that was passed along to that you've that stuck with you that's really resonated at the top of of your um, you know your knowledge board uh, throughout your journey would you say um you know one of the things that first I have to correct you with is you know being the first means that you haven't had a lot of mentors uh that a lot of the times you are on your own figuring things out um right. And whether that is, you know, that you are on your own or whether it is that, you know, you may not have the people who are willing to bring you along or teach you, um, whether they don't think that you belong there, don't want you there, or just are insecure that one day you'll take their job. All right. So, you know, first you have to realize that. But I have had great people um, along the way who, you know, I, I do my best to listen to. And one of those people for me was Terry Glenn. Um, mm-hmm. TG and I were together at the Texas Revolution. And, you know, he was just such an insightful guy. And, and unfortunately, he passed away a couple of years ago. Um, and, and so that's that's really hard for me because he was very special. But he he came up to me at practice one morning. He knew I was going to the Cardinals. And he said... Mm-hmm the best advice I can give you is to be 100% authentic. He said, if you are the same person uh, when you go to the Cardinals, as you were here with us, those guys will absolutely love you. He said, but if you're fake in any way, they will sense it and eat you alive. And, you know, that to me really became um, something that guided me not only in Arizona, but, in, in a lot of my decision-making in my life is, you know, because there was no one who had come before me that, you know, looked like me or could coach like me, um, when in doubt, um, I just go back to the core of what I think is right, um, the core of my, my voice, and try and always be authentic in the process because not everybody will always like everything that you say, uh, that's anything. But right. when you're authentic and you're consistent, people will respect it. Uh, absolutely. And w- what is uh, your encouragement uh, specifically uh, to the, the young ladies that would be listening or would come across would come across the podcast of that they can do anything they want in life if, you know, n- no matter what people may be saying or, you know, the, the, the haters or naysayers, you know, what, what is your strong encouragement and message to the youth, especially the, the young ladies, that they can do anything they want in life? Well, you know, the first part of that is, you know, and I say this to anybody, it, it's ladies, it's guys, it's, it's anybody who's ever coming is nobody owes you a spot, right? Right. They don't. They, they didn't owe me one. And there are certainly times when, you know, they'd probably take it back if they could. However, your best um, kind of weapon is to be good, right? Like, and, and I always say it as let your game speak, right? Let your game speak louder than your gender. Let your game speak louder than your doubters. Let your, your game speak louder than the internet trolls. And when your game speaks, someone will want you. They don't have to take anybody, but when you're good, the people who truly see you will find a place for you. I think too often we just say, well, you have to let me do that because I'm a girl or because of this. No, no, we don't. You 
you are doing yourself a disservice if you think that being a girl lets you be less great. I want somebody to be like, dang, that's a baller. Not just, oh, she's pretty good for a girl, right? So be able to to give yourself the work, the research, the grit that makes you good first and female second. And don't for one second think that it's not valuable to be a good female. I don't like it when people basically take their gender out of the equation um, mm-hmm. because your approach or your conversation or your your uh, ability to relate to someone is important. And every single one of us that's different, that is, that is part of your strategic advantage, right? That is why diversity is a strength, is your background, your exposure to the world, your unique vantage point is wonderful and valuable and bring it to the equation but don't do it with the expectation that they have to let you in do it with the with the mindset that you have put in the work and that you're going to do a great job and you are going to bring something unique to the equation absolutely and uh you know i appreciate your strong message there with uh the opportunity that you had of being featured in madden uh Talk about that experience. What was that like for you? Um, you know, being in Madden to me is is really important because it opens the conversation. Um, football in, in general, right, mm-hmm. suffers from sins of omission. You don't have to tell girls that they don't belong in football. They can see what is not there, right? You can right. see opportunities for boys everywhere from peewees to the pros, And this was the first time in the 20 year history of Madden that you could, first of all, you had a girl who was playing herself in the game. And second of all, to be a playable character. And that gives it, it, it's important on a number of levels. Number one, it changes the definition of what a coach is, right? Because whether you're a boy or a girl and, and you turn on Madden and you can select that coach that opens the perspective of what a coach looks like, right? And so if you had a female coach in Madden, it's not such a hard jump psychologically to see or have a female coach in, you know, in Pee Wee or in college or high school or in the pros, right? It's socializing them differently and it's opening their minds. And for the girls, it gives them a place where they can see themselves in football and that's tough. And, um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm really a big fan of the storytelling, um, you know, both in terms of scripted content and, and something at like a video game, because in a virtual space, right. In in one that's not bound by today and the actual reality, we can, we can, put certain elements in the world of maybe not what it's like today, but what we'd like to see tomorrow. And I think that this, this does that. Absolutely. And what would you say is uh, we talked about, you know, um, you know, a little bit of maybe the mentorship and coaching. Uh, What, what is the the greatest quote uh, you personally love the most like that, that you've carried with you, whether it's a Bible scripture or, a, uh, a motivating quote. What what was that? Um, I mean, I I already did that with the the quote from Terry Glenn. I'm not somebody who brings a lot of quotes around. Um, mm-hmm. I I I find things in myself. If um, 
you know, if, if there's going to be something or a perspective that, you know, I need to find a lot of that is, is the stuff that I search through and I do a, a lot of writing and that's why, you know, that's why I put a book out there that's been quoted more times that I could count or a press conference or, you know, even in some of the things that we do, because I think unique vantage points are, are what's so important. And um, I think traditionally a lot of the voices have been very much the same, um, mm -hmm. whether it's because of access or opportunity. But um, I, I don't keep um, necessarily quotes or mantras kind of written. I, I try to write them for myself and then, you know, go back and flip through when I need reminders. Um, because I think different things will trigger you um, different ways in different days, right? And if, right. if for you that's the Bible, then I say highlight it and keep it with you, right? If it's a book, if it's a person, like I have journal articles that I'll pull from when I want to you know, be refreshed on a mindset. I have, um, you know, notes that I've taken from other people from a lecture that I'll go back to when I want to, when I want to wrap my mind around a certain, certain concept. Um, and if I want to get into a certain mindset, you know, I, I'm a big believer in, in the soundtrack and the fact that your mind can only hold one thought at a time. Um, but you know, there, there are so many good messages out in the world that um, I think the best thing that you can do is find the ones that resonate for you, not necessarily one that resonated for me. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, thank you for your, your advice there. And, you know, the, the encouragement with, um, you know, with, you know, being a coach, obviously yourself and, uh, you know, being around sports for so long and, and being at, at, at a high level, the highest level there is, what what would you say makes a great coach? Like what what are the the, the few components that are that are a must that you look at that really uh, stand out with with great coaches? I I couldn't tell you that one size fits all, um, but when I but what I will say is that I am a believer in the power of the coach athlete relationship, and that when your relationship is founded in trust and love. Um, that right. there's nothing that you can't do. When I when I trust that the information that you're going to give me is the best that you've got, and I know that you care about me, um, not just as a player, but as a person, I think we can get through anything. We can have bad days, we can have bad plays, but we will eventually come back to that. And it, and that that isn't everybody's philosophy. It and I don't think that there's a universal way to get there. Um, but every coach should be different. Um, and yet what, what they have to be is someone that, you know, the players can gain information from and that they believe in. Absolutely. And, um, you know, as we get ready to conclude here, uh, and, and I really appreciate all your time and, and, you know, you setting aside some time today to, to even come on the podcast, um, it's, it was an absolute prestigious honor to, to have you on here and interview you uh, as you are somebody who is a motivation to so many all across the world, uh, not just female, but uh, as you said, you know, male and female, you're, you're an inspiration and motivation to uh, as the first female NFL coach 
and uh, the first female in Madden. Uh, lastly, I'll pass things over to you, Jen. And if there was anything we didn't get to touch on in this moment, if you would like to wrap up and let people know as well where they can keep in touch with you. <laughs> well, in 15 minutes, there's there's a million things that we could touch on. I think um, that right now, what's most important in this world is is connection um, right. and empathy and love and understanding. Um, people are, are hurting and, and we're hurting in different ways. And, and, you know, as we're forced as a society to wear masks from, to protect us from one virus, uh, I think um, the mask of humanity is coming off um, in, in that certain things are just not okay, right? It's not okay to discriminate against people it's not okay to treat them badly because of their skin color or because of their gender or because of their religious background or, you know, something that you can see or their, you know, their sexual orientation or, or something that you could see and society uses as a box to check us off and to make us different. Um, having been the minority at so many times, um, I have been received with, such grace and such love in situations where people didn't have to be good to me. And I would just encourage everybody to lead a lot more heart forward and to take the time to um, open yourself up to understanding the point of view of other people around you. Um, You know, I, I tell any athlete that I work with, whether it's, um, from a sports psychology perspective or a football perspective um, and and even you know non-athletes if i'm I'm consulting is if if you will trust me enough to give me the gift of understanding so that I might be able to you know see through your eyes, hear through your ears, feel through your heart or play a game in your cleats, then I know I can help you, but I can only help to the extent that I understand. And that means you have to trust me enough to let me get there. And that comes through pain and it comes through, um, you know, really being able to empathize about somebody else's journey. So as we, we are reshuffling the deck in society and hopefully um, getting better as we get better together, um, I would encourage you to take the time to um, understand other people and where they're coming from. Um, in terms of finding me, you know, my website is jenwelter.com. That's like a welter weight in boxing. Uh, welter47 on Instagram, at jwelter47 on Twitter, uh, Dr. Jen Welter on LinkedIn, and Dr. Jen Welter on Facebook as well. Absolutely. And uh, again, I appreciate all your immense knowledge, your your strong encouragement, and uh, you you really just serve as such great motivation. And you've, uh, you know, you've opened, uh, you know, people's eyes and, and opportunities for so many to come. And uh, again, thank you so much for this opportunity to have you on here. And uh, may you continue to be blessed, health, happy and healthy. All right. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Thank you so uh, much. You take uh-huh, care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.